Welcome everybody back to a kiss like yours. We hope you had a wonderful week. Do I sound okay? Because it sounds different to me. I don't know if it's my volume. It sounds the headphones sound fine to me. It's just weird. Ah, oh, feels good to be sitting down right now. Feels different. How about now? I don't. Maybe think because I'm a little closer to the mic. I think so. Okay, there we go. Now, now I feel better. All right. Back to your old tuna self. What's going on, everybody? Hope you had a great week. Um, it was our, I don't want to say uh, victory lap, but it felt good to get a kitchen back. It was weird. It was really weird. <laughs> it's still weird. Extremely. So we finished up the kitchen. Hopefully you guys saw it on uh, social media there. We are really happy with it. It's our first major project, right? I mean, we, we painted and stuff here, but... Yeah, I mean, you tore up the carpets in both of our bedrooms and repainted. And that was a lot of work. It was a lot of work, but is it really like a major project? Not really. I mean, it's not. I would say it gave them a really good facelift in each room. For sure. sure. Yeah, for sure. So those were kind of the things that we had taken on, but this was a massive renovation. I mean, we gutted our kitchen. Yeah. We we put it, we all but brought it down to studs. Uh, Everything was out. Yep. The Uh, only thing that was existing was paint. Exactly. (laughs) So yeah, that was um that was the biggest project that we've undertaken. Definitely the most money that we have invested into our home besides the uh down payment. Yes. <laughs> so we we uh we are coming we're on the other side of the kitchen now and it and it feels really good. It does. Um for those of you I know uh there's a lot of love on on Instagram. You guys definitely reached out and said, "Hey, the kitchen looks great." Uh thank you for that. And uh, we thank you guys for for kind of going going through it with us here on the podcast and also on social media. But it was fun. Uh, it's it's very expensive, but the return is is definitely worth it. I know there were some questions on social media, like, "Hey, oh, you did know. you get questions? You didn't tell me anything." Well, I, it's it's it wasn't real question. It sounded like questions, like, "Should I do it or not?" But for those that maybe are on the fence, you know, it really just depends. Like I know folks like, oh well, you're a contractor this and you know, give me his number and, and you know, like how much did you did did you did you did he charge you and all that stuff, it just all varies to be to be quite honest. Like the contractor thing is is the bit the biggest piece. And so I wanted to kind of go over the contractor stuff on on the show. Okay. But I also wanted to let you guys know that, you know, if if you reach out, we give him your number, we give you his number. He's great. Um, but it it it's always, always a different price. It's always a different scenario. Right. And we don't have a problem sharing how much we spent in terms of in your mind thinking, okay. I need to kind of get around this number to invest in a type of project. But I feel like out of fairness to him, it would be hard for specifics because, like you said, every project is different. different. The want is different. The look is different. The size is different. Materials are different. Everything's different. And that all changes. You know, what costs one thing today is going to cost something different four months from now. I mean, that that cost could go up or down. Right. And one of the biggest the biggest. Uh, examples of that is like plywood or even just two by fours two by fours used to be like three four bucks now they're like eight dollars yeah it's insane plywood is a minimum 50 to 60 dollars a sheet of plywood so the the cost of of renovation the cost of home projects has gone through the roof exactly that was in the past uh 18 months or so it just skyrocketed with all this stuff with coronavirus china and then before that they were doing tariffs on other things and that right. drove up the price it drove so. up prices so you know you know I, I would i would i wouldn't put too much weight on the on the cost our our references to cost 
Um, but I would just let you guys know, I, I want to kind of go through our contractor a little bit. Um, and I told him that we would talk about him on the podcast. So he was excited. Oh, yay. <laughs> so uh, Richard Cortez uh, Construction. Ricardo. So, Ricardo Cortez Construction. Sorry. Um, and I wanted to talk to you because you are the final say for the kitchen. Mm-hmm. Uh, of course, I would. I, I love to have the input. We kind of worked through things together. Yes. But ultimately, you know what you wanted, and I wanted to make sure that you got what you wanted. Yes. Um, particularly in in the countertop that you wanted, mm-hmm. because we had a difference of opinion. Yes, we we definitely had different tastes, tastes yeah. and desires, and to what and how we wanted this to look. The main thing that we agreed on was both of us were unhappy with what we had previously, in the sense that it was dated. It wasn't bad. Right. It was dated, but there was an area behind our sink that was that was starting to come, starting it, to come it apart. It was starting to come apart, and then we learned. Oh my gosh, we learned after the fact how funny you know when when other people do things. It's it's amazing. But the fact is, it the the house when we bought it as a whole and the interior was very dark. The color scheme that the previous owners had. They yeah. they enjoyed like dark browns, dark reds, dark greens. Yeah. So And that's fine. It's right. just not our taste. That wasn't our taste. So we knew, okay, well it wasn't the end of the world to slap a coat of paint on the walls, you know, no problem. We knew the kitchen was going to be a bigger undertaking and it was a project like three and a half years in the making. Right. So finally being able to rid ourselves of the darkness and we both agreed that we wanted light and bright. We knew that we wanted to go with white shaker cabinets. Mm-hmm. Everything else was kind of a toss up as to what we were going to do. Right. You are very big on the stainless steel and, you know, you really like that that modern look. I do not. <laughs> I, I, I It's not so much that I like the modern look. I like classic. I, I wanted it to be able to to stand the test of time a little bit right and i agreed with you in that sense so we kept going back and forth as far as like going through pictures and just looking at a bunch of different kitchens and different styles and you know the type of houses that that those were in and that's what kind of what brought us to this point and i think too the the thing that separated our tastes were stark contrast so i am more of a of like a solid theme with with contrasting colors you are more um consistent with your palette Mm -hmm. so when we're choosing everything you're like okay i want it white okay now i want that white and Mm -hmm. i'm like that's that's too much white like it's gonna be it's gonna just look unfinished right you know but we've we arrived to a point where we go what okay you know what let's let's try this specifically with the countertop i was afraid of the countertop Mm mm-hmm because that's a big buy. And if you're not happy with the countertop, then there's nothing we can do about it. Right. And you picked a white countertop on yes. top of white cabinets. cabinets. Yes. So I'm like, this is too much white. Like, there's not going to be enough contrast for me. Mm-hmm. But when you but started. But we were smart enough to go. Because you, you, you pick everything based off of squares. Right. Little samples. Options. Yeah. Yes. But we were able to check out a whole slab of this. Right. So in seeing that and in comparing the things that we were interested in and seeing a, a huge piece of it, you were able to f- seek, find comfort in, you know, what in the grand scheme of thing, what it would look like in our space. Yeah. And, and the reason why I was able to do that is because in that small piece, you just see a little bit of the, the gray or whatever, uh, which was the, the biggest contrasting color. But when you when you get the big piece, you see the busyness of the of the of the highlights of the veins, mm-hmm, you know. Mm-hmm. So then I was like, okay, that should be fine. I was still nervous about it, but that should be fine. And then the other thing that really helped, I think, you know, reel us in and and kind of make these decisions, was the fact that we didn't want to overly customize because then we would have been that heavily invested in the home. Yes, and we're not putting it on the market you know next week or anything but at the same time we were making if we were making the decision based on if things were to change in the future if we were to turn around and sell if we were to rent 
how how is our investment going to fare in those situations? Right. So we wanted to make sure that it was it was clean, it was nice, it would stand the test of time, it was to our taste, but that it would also um, withhold in those other areas if we needed them to. Yeah, and I think we hit all of those. Yeah. I think we hit all of those. Um, one of the things that I wanted to talk about here was, um, well, two things. One, I've never had a countertop that wasn't tile. So this is brand new for me. Um, and that's the biggest thing that, not so much that I felt um, as proud of. It's just one of the biggest things that I was excited about. Not that there's nothing there's nothing wrong with having a tile countertop. It's just, it comes with its it's good and bad, right? Like mm-hmm. tile is very easy to fix. It's very easy to replace. Um, th- that's some of the good. If you just redo your tile, it looks, it looks really nice. Uh, the bads are, you know, the grout you have to worry about. Sometimes, it, you know, it, it'll date your house. Um, so tile's been new. Tile countertops are kind of just out of, out of style right now. Mm-hmm. And I've never had a countertop that wasn't tile, right? So now that I don't have a countertop that's tile, I was like, oh, my God, this is so exciting, yeah. you know? And so. Yeah, I love not having grout to, cre- to clean. Yeah, like the grout. colored and. <laughs> yeah, so we just have the grout on the backsplash, and that's fine. It can, we can deal with that but the other thing i didn't have as a kid was a dishwasher i've never had a dishwasher right we didn't have a dishwasher as as we were children and you never had a dishwasher no it was me (laughs) so when we bought the house it came with a dishwasher right and we were like oh Oh, this is cool and initially i did not like to use it i was afraid of it i didn't know how clean it would be i was kind of doing double duty kind of like washing and then putting the dishes in there and i'm like "Mm, well they say you know they say you gotta like rinse a lot of them now say don't even do that you know you're wasting water just throw them in there and, and start it so right and some of the the advertisements that i've seen of course they're sales pitches or whatever right it 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 uh uses like four gallons of water okay when you do your dishwasher Mm -hmm. when you run the dishwasher that's four minutes in washing dishes yeah that's pretty crazy four minutes in washing dishes by hand nobody does dishes in four minutes right so you're wasting a lot of water by doing them by hand mm-hmm. as opposed to the dishwasher. I mean, you can just do half the dishwasher, take them all out, put another load in there and do it, and right. you'll still be saving water. Right. Now, that being said, if you understand how a dishwasher works. <laughs> which we did not. Which we did not. So there's a little vent. that Typically, there's a little vent on your countertop, right, that is used to help drain your um your dishwasher faster because of air and physics all that good stuff so it is meant to be a A vent vent. when we got our house and we would wash our dishes Mm -hmm. the water would pour into the sink and and we thought that was normal like we thought and that was part of what was creating our problem yes because because the water didn't always drain directly into the sink sometimes you didn't know if someone hit the vent or something it would turn over and it would completely just pour all over the counter yeah and every time we ran the dishwasher it would pour out over the counter some and you know go behind so most of it went in the sink it it had already worn out the grout and everything so i'd put it like a rag behind it or a sponge i mean it was just it was completely (laughs) the whole time we thought ghetto in here we thought that that was the way it went like yeah we're like wow my gosh this thing isn't even working right anymore look at it's spilling water everywhere yeah (laughs) (laughs) so we told the contractor like hey you know what um is there a way to plumb the the to plumb the dishwasher, so that the, just, the water doesn't drain in the sink. Yeah, we just wanted. And he probably looked at you like, yeah, he's like, what? oh my god, like you dumbasses, right? <laughs> so he's like, no, that's just a vent. It's supposed to your 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 hose is is clogged, so it's backing up and it's going through the vent. I was like, oh my gosh, we felt so stupid. And how disgusting. Chunks of food would come out of that thing. Yeah. So like, how gross. So are my dishes clean? Is my dishwasher clean? Yeah. Yeah. It's fine now. I mean, it's, I, so he's, he's like, no, that's a vent. It's supposed to like be there to do what it's supposed to do. Like right. if it gets clogged up, it's going to back up and go through that vent. Mm-hmm. Right now, if it gets clogged up, you know. We, it'll just come up through the sink because we told them we don't want the vent yeah, anymore. Don't like, do that. It's don't do that. I don't want that anymore. Yeah. I just, 
I just want it to, to, to go through the drainage it's supposed to go through. Mm-hmm. So this whole time, we have had a dishwasher with a clogged hose for, f- I mean, that's how we got it. So who knows how long our previous had owners it. had it like that. Right. And so now. Didn't even know. We were like, can we just get a dishwasher that goes straight in? We don't want to go through this this workaround, you yeah. know? I don't want it on the counter. It looks hideous. Yeah, I don't like to hear it because then I feel, I feel like something's wrong. And yeah. Yeah, the first time we ran into the kitchen, we're like, what? It's leaking. <laughs> Remember? Yeah. <laughs> Like, what the hell is that? And they're like, oh, that's a dishwasher. It's just draining into the sink. Yeah, and I was like, like oh, okay, okay. That's, how, that's how a dishwasher works. I had no clue. Never had a dishwasher. <laughs> oh Meanwhile, so everybody else gets to have a nice working dishwasher. Yeah. Well, now we do too. Now we do too. Oh, my gosh. Too funny. We're uh, done. We're done. And now the process of moving back into the kitchen is underway. So yeah, it's 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 been fun. And uh, how do you like it overall? Overall, I give it a, a solid nine. Mm-hmm. Um, again, contractor was uh, Ricardo Cortez Construction, and um, I'll tell you what I like about the contractor, um, which was my biggest thing. We 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 laid out the contract, and I'm a PM by trade, so. Um, I had the contract all laid out, you know, I defined everything, had our stuff ready to go, set up a payment schedule with him. And what he told me was, was about, it's going to be around 10, around 10 days mm-hmm. that they would get this done. Mm-hmm. And which sounded, which sounded aggressive to me. Because typically with kitchens, you're talking two and a half, yeah. three weeks. That's what we would constantly hear in getting quotes. In getting quotes was, was two, two and, and a half, half to, to three, three weeks. weeks. So that being said, I didn't trust what he was saying. Not because I didn't trust him, but because I felt like he, you know, wanted to, had good intentions to, to finish that fast. Right. But I know how these things go. Yes. You know, you find something wrong exactly. and then you got to delay and yes. Yes. get in there and maybe there's a mold problem and then you got to call a guy and then, you know, bleach it out and, and all kinds wait of... wait a day and... Right. Let it dry and the kids got to be out of here, you know. Anyway, so we were preparing for the worst, right? So I, I laid out this payment schedule, which, which was a deposit and then it was milestone driven. So as he hit certain milestones, he would get paid. Mm-hmm. Well, when you break down those milestones between seven to ten days it goes pretty quickly you're like okay well i'm gonna pay him one day and then i'm gonna pay him the next day you know mm-hmm. um so i I thought it was a little bit unnecessary so we kind of made some adjustments there along the way along the way but here's why i made the adjustments when i called him he picked up when i text him he, he responded when he said i'm gonna be here on this day right I said, great, let me know. If there's anything changes, just let me know and we'll, we'll we'll make it work. Right. And the other thing, too, that we did ask for, which we had talked to other contractors about, given that, you know, this COVID time and you're unsure with things coming in and stuff being in stock and all of that, we asked, like, hey, you know, can we make sure that we have the, the cabinets here, you know, in, no, yes. physically in hand before we get underway mm-hmm. so that we don't hit that delay okay it's all wrecked out oh well the cabinet should have came in two days ago but you know they're not here they're not here right. right so we made sure that was was all taken care of too but uh but like i said when when he called and said hey i'm gonna be here i said let me know if there's anything that changed mm-hmm. so he calls me about a week before he was supposed to start right and he says hey uh this other job is is taking longer than i thought i need another week and then i'll start on yours sure we weren't in a huge Rush. We're in a rush, you know. So we just made the change in the contract, and you know, you start a week later. And here's why I said yes, it wasn't a big, it wasn't a big deal because in my consultation with him, he said, "I'm going to do your job, and that's what I'm going to do. This is I focus on this job and this job, and then I go to the next one." Okay, um, which, which, does two things. One, it keeps focus. Two, for me, it, it built a lot of confidence, mm-hmm. um, which is sometimes they go, okay, well, we're going to be here for a half a day, and then we're going to go do another one for half a day. They're kind of right. juggling is, is, is a different way of doing it, um, which still gets done. 
still gets work done. Right. But, it, you know, instead of doing two jobs and getting paid for, I mean, instead of doing one job, uh, you get paid for two jobs because you're right in the middle of two jobs, mm-hmm. which is the nature of the industry. But he said, I'm going to be here on this job. Right. And then I'm going to go to the next one. Right. So you're going to see me every day. I'm going to be here from eight to five. Okay. Sure, buddy. I haven't worked with you yet, but let's sure. See. Let's see. So he told me he's going to be there another week. Great. I checked in with him the Friday before he was supposed to be here. said, hey, are we still good? Yeah, we're, we're good. I'll see you on Monday. Okay. Monday comes up. This guy's here at 8 o'clock. They leave at 5. Next day, they're here at 8. They leave at 5. And, and it just be, it becomes clockwork. Mm-hmm. Um, he did have uh, something that came up where his wife had to go into surgery. It wasn't foreseen. Just like, hey, man, sorry, but my wife is going into surgery. I got to go pick her up so I won't be here today. My workers will be here, but I won't be here. And um, so we're not stopping work, but it's probably going to put us back a day or so. Yeah, dude. No Take problem. care of the wife, man. Take <laughs> care of family, up, man. You know, most most every company will allow for paid sick time. Right. <laughs> and um, so he he took care of, he said, I'm going to be here back on, on Thursday. Right. And Thursday came and he was back. Yep. He did a half day and then he was off again to tend to his wife. Exactly. Um. And so for me, that in a contractor right there, yeah, and, and the crew, crew never stopped. Yeah, yeah, they they stayed the full day, and they did as they said. They were they were working by eight fifteen every day. Yeah, and they would wrap up. They were they would finish what they needed to finish for the day. If they were done at five, fine. If they were done at five fifteen, fine. Like they yeah. just you know they they got to their end point of what right. they could for the day. Um. So for me, that built a lot of confidence. So as I'm going back to the contract to say, hey, you're going to get paid of these milestones, then I'm like, I started to go, huh, there's no, re- there's no need for this. There's no need. Granted, it's a quick turnaround. It's a week and a half project. But if you're talking about two, three months, right, you, you start building that confidence that, hey, um, this guy has half my money, but he ha- he's only shown up two days, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. So as you guys are doing some type of home improvement project, just make sure you break it out to small chunks until you get confident and then you can you can adjust as needed small small chunks right protect yourself write it all get it all in writing uh, make sure there's communication make sure you feel comfortable with your contractor um and the reason why I say that is because we've talked to many contractors and by far that's not the that's not the norm the norm is they'll get back to you when they get back to you the mm-hmm. norm is Sometimes there's there's multiple excuses. Sometimes there's, you know, things that they push you towards that you don't want. That's not what I wanted. I wanted this, mm-hmm. right? So make sure your contractor understands what you want, is in agreement um, with you, communicating with you, responsive. If they're not responsive, that's that's not just them being busy. That's, that's a red flag, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. because... Understanding the industry and what it is, either they genuinely aren't busy or they genuinely have some other things going on that don't involve you. Either way, that's not good for you. Nope. Especially when you don't have like a couple hundred dollars in the project, you have a couple thousand dollars in the project. Exactly. Right? And Multiple you still got a ways to dollars. go before it's complete. You know, that's um, the last thing you want is to be stuck. So. The industry has a, it's unfortunate, but the industry has this, has a pretty nasty stigma about contractors and showing up and the work. So give me, I, 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 we talked this a little bit about this, but not only did they show up, but give me, so as far as them showing up and doing the work, I give them, you know, for that, I gave them a 10. I gave them a 10. Absolutely. They communicated. They communicated. They were professional. They were kind. Um, they were clean, you know, they taped up, they, they swept and cleaned up every day. They picked up, you know, their, their trash and the boxes and, you know, were tidy right? as best they could be, you know, throughout, they didn't leave any place in, you know, worse condition than it was when they found it. Exactly. They, they were on top of all of that. So, um, yeah, I give them a 10 as far as that, uh, pricing. I also give them a, a high, a high, a high number there, nine. Very competitive, um, not the cheapest, but not the most expensive. No, 
and in that sense, I feel like we got what we paid for. You right. Know, we didn't we didn't go cheap. Ah, just get in there, you know, exactly. slap it together as cheap as possible because I think it would have came out terrible. And I don't think we got that at all. Right. And I also think that we didn't go overboard where we spent, you know, $10,000 more than we should have. I agree. Um, To get, you know, what we marginal, wanted. marginally better things. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So pricing, again, I give them a 10. Um, and, and then the, the the last part I think is quality, quality of work. Mm-hmm. Um, this one I probably give them like um about a nine, and the reason being is it's not perfect. Um, so I think nine is still very very high, to where you you are um overall happy with the work. Are there little things that I would have uh changed? Yes. Are there little things that I wouldn't have uh done? Yes. Um, but it beats the hell out of me doing it for one, mm-hmm. number one. And number two, I couldn't even get to a nine quality, but the stuff that I do find that is like that I, that I'm, I'm nitpicking at this point. Right. I'm nitpicking tiny little details. Right. There's certain things that I noticed that I, had I known what to ask for at the time I would have, but I didn't know. Right. I didn't know. I didn't know until after I saw, oh, I don't like that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but but it's it's nothing it's nothing that i can't live with exactly it's just, oh i would have asked for that to be done in a different way exactly but it's it isn't anything that i'm gonna cry about it isn't anything that i'm gonna be upset about overall i'm happy with what we spent and what we got in return so it was it was a crazy undertaking for this project i know unbelievable but we survived and we've been talking about this for a very long time yeah. I think everyone's done with hearing about the kitchen. We will now put the kitchen to rest. And let me tell you, the dining room is look, <laughs> looking a little sad right now. Okay. The only part about the only bad part of having a nice part of the house, it means the, the rest of the house looks like crap. <laughs> <laughs> we got a little bit of work to do in here. So are you ready to take on the living room? Yeah. Yeah, I think I am. Um I'm not gonna do it like I thought I was. I was. Oh. Yeah. Okay. I'm not gonna build it from scratch. Is stupid. Nice. I'm not building it from scratch. So you learned some stuff. You learned some big stuff then yep. from this from this kitchen remodel. But um, good, very very good. Yeah. So there was a lot that went into that, as you heard. Overall, super cool. Uh, I'm really excited. If you guys need any of the info, hit us up on um, Instagram, Kiss Like Yours, Facebook, a Kiss Like Yours. Email us at a kiss like yours at gmail.com. So let's move on to something Speaking more fun. Of excitement. Hey guys, Disneyland is opening. Hello. So they're doing not only Disneyland, but all the theme parks oh, yes, are opening. I was gonna say all the all the California theme parks are opening. They are doing little smidges of openings, soft openings, if you will, with uh, what are if they I calling may. it? A touch Limited. of a touch of Disney, a taste of Disney. I, I don't I think they'll probably cancel that. They're, they already sold tickets for it, I'm sure. Why uh, would you need to? Well, because you had to reserve your spot. And at the time... Okay, well, they'll probably stop, to, stop, they'll probably stop selling tickets for a touch of Disney when they don't need a touch of Disney anymore. Right, right. But I, there And was, really, all that was was the, the rides weren't even open. I know. And there were so it was many... just to get in the park so and walk around with shops and... It. And it wasn't even Disneyland. From my understanding, it was was just California California Adventure. Adventure. So it was like you were paying $75 to get in California Adventure to go pay to eat. Yeah. No, thank you. No, thanks. No, thank you. I was like, no, hard pass on that. Um, Knott's was doing the same thing. I don't know if they were charging you to get in, but you could like get in and do their like boysenberry festival Mm. food and all that. I mean, Mm. if that was free, then it's like, okay, maybe to walk around, but I wouldn't have taken the kids because like... There would have been nothing for them to do. So that would have kind of been a little bit of a waste. But Disney, coming back as of April 1st. Yeah, I think we're excited. We're, we're a Disney family, right? We we, uh, we love Disneyland. and uh, We had our annual passes that are now called Legacy Passes. Yep, we are Legacy Pass holders. Well, we're Legacy Peasant Pass holders, according to you. Peasant Pass. Hey, we don't have to throw that in there. Apparently, Callback. Callback from... Uh, a season one of a yeah. kiss like yours, a peasant pass. Apparently, all of us are just legacy. Everybody's pass a legacy now. now. No, no matter the division you were in, no matter your, actually, your no, class. They, they still <laughs> separated because depending on which which legacy pass you have, still di- dictates how much of a discount that you get. Oh, okay, yeah, I could see that. 
So yeah. th- we still have the peasant one, <laughs> which is fine. We're good with that. Oh, my goodness. Uh, but, uh, you know, I'm just excited. We want to get the girls out there as soon as possible. However, however, limited capacity, which is fine, I'm but also limited attractions. Which is not good for our children. For right. you and I, okay, but it's, uh, and I'm, I'm fine with it. But, I'm not. But I'm not going to go until they open up what I want to go on. Exactly. So I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to wait. So I'm going to wait on that. the reason why you're saying it's 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 more impactful for the girls because a lot of the girls, right, the rides that they like are indoor. Right. But the ones that I like are indoor, too. Exactly. Haunted, yes, Mansion, Haunted Mansion, Pirates. Pirates of the Caribbean. Yeah. Uh, we haven't we haven't even gone. I don't even know the name. Toy of it Story anymore. Mania. Yes. Toy Story Mania. But the other one, the Rise of the Resistance. Yeah. We indoor. haven't got to go on we that indoor. Right. So or yeah. in, in uh, Millennium Falcon, too. Can't go on that. I'm, I'm not it's dying indoor. to go on that one again, but. Star Tours, no, I'm good. <laughs> I'm good. So all the all the Tower big rides Terrence, outside. They can keep that one closed. I mean, Galaxy Breakout. <laughs> Space Mountain, closed. Yeah, so I'm going to wait a little bit. I'll um, wait till they're open. I, I think it's nice that they're opening things back up. I am, I I don't agree with Texas, though. I think, I think it's a little too much too soon. I don't think so. I think they're going to be fine. I think everybody's going to be fine. I'm sure we everybody will. is is freaking out over Texas, but here's here's I'm not freaking out. I just like me personally, I'm not ready. You know, I know like my dad's gonna be heading over there. I was so thinking, then don't go to Texas. I was thinking about going, but I'm like now that it's gonna be like free for all. You know, get your COVID here, get your COVID there. Oh I'm, I'm come gonna, on, I'm gonna get wait. your COVID here, get your COVID there. <laughs> I'm gonna wait a little bit. I'm I'm not ready for that. And here's the thing: like I am fine with people having the choice. If we were able to, um, we're going to talk a little bit about our little sporting outing. If we were able to have the choice and the kids being outside, not needing to wear masks, I would be okay with that. I just, I, I would hope that people that were feeling unwell would decide to cover up and not spew their sickness all over everybody else in the grocery store or in any other setting. I don't think people um, care to look out for one another that much, but Mm. even more so now they need to make a political statement about whether they're going to cover their face or not. Yeah. So that the part to me, that's the part that's like, mm, like, you know, if I'm not feeling well and I need to go to the store to get soup or whatever it is I need, I have no problem throwing on a mask going in, getting what I need to get and go home. You know, I don't need to go walk around Disneyland if I have a fever, you know, stuff like that. But other people don't care. And they're just like, oh, well, it's my life and I'm going to live it. And I get you. No, I I understand. I I just wish people would be just a little bit more courteous, you know, to one another. But, you know, now now it's an issue. Now now everything's an issue. The reason why I don't the reason why I'm not I'm okay with Texas doing what with what they're doing um is because the the vaccine that the pace that the vaccine is getting rolled out is huge and it's going to be picking up huge but you know okay. that they were talking about Texas having one of the lowest vaccination rates correct it's correct a big but, state you know but get but it. the yeah it's one of the biggest states so and they go the per capita numbers and, yeah well there's still it's still going to get nothing but better um, I've always been a fan of keeping the, the doors open as much as possible. Okay. Yeah, now, whether I, or not you agree, that. because look at, I mean, there's, there's, you see, we see it all over the place in California too. Right. There's, there's multiple, multiple businesses that are just done beca- yes. and there's no way that they can, they, they can't afford. doesn't matter if they have a relief bill or not. They're right. already done. Like right. they're gone. Yeah, I you know it's tough. People people shouldn't have been forced to to close off their way to earn a living. The choice should have been whether or not you choose to go in there and assume any potential risk of of getting sick. Yeah, the and problem that's is the debate, you and I though. don't agree on that either. I don't. I, I yeah, and that's the debate because the debate is oh well, you should be able to choose. Yeah, well, people make really dumb choices that that that's don't allow what I'm us. Saying. I know, That's I what know. I'm saying. But the reason, but at that time, right? At that time when we had to make those choices and people were making really dumb choices, we didn't have anything to combat this thing other than to stay at home and keep your mask on. Mm-hmm. So if we continue to just 
stay stay vigilant right. in where we're going and mm-hmm. how we're conducting ourselves. Mm-hmm. To your point, mm-hmm. if you feel sick, don't freaking be out there. Yeah, don't be out there. Stay and home for a couple of days. It's not that days. you have COVID. We're not saying you have COVID, but hey, if in you, general, you know, if you're if you're not feeling well, don't go anywhere. Everybody's you know wearing their masks now, I, and I I see a lot more people like not. It's not that big of an issue anymore as far as the mask. Um, for those that are still kind of, they just always will be. Like, oh, I'm not a, I'm not a mask wearer. Okay, then don't be a mask wearer. I'm just saying there's nothing you could say or do that will turn the tide on that. Mm-hmm. For the most part, people are wearing masks, and p- especially in California, right? Mm-hmm. People are, are wearing masks. The, the number of vaccines, which is the only thing that we have to combat this thing right now, um, are going up now there's always that debate oh is it safe and this and that da, 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 da. look here's here's my deal we we've been against vaccinations our stance has been we don't like vaccinations however it doesn't mean that they don't work we just our biggest gripe was you're not you're not giving us the choice in the state of california for schools and things like that you're not giving us the choice of whether we want it or not so I'm not against the vaccination. I'm pro the um, choice for getting it, getting it, whether I. Uh, right. Of, of I'm, I'm about the freedom, the freedom to be able to, to, to do that. I shouldn't be forced to jab things into my kids just so that they can enjoy uh, uh, an education. Now that now this particular vaccine, I'm talking about this particular vaccine. Mm-hmm. The data says that it works. Right. And the data says that it's going to give you a 90 whatever percent success rate that you will not die. You will not get seriously sick. You may get the the, the, the disease or the, the, the virus, right. but you won't be seriously ill and you will not die. Right. You should you, not require hospitalization. You, hospitalization. So look, give me the vaccine so I don't die mm-hmm. and call it good. Call it good. I mean, there's, we're not saying that you're, this has to be mandatory or, you know, um, you know, you still will have the choice outside. But I'm talking about, you? well, wait, I'm talking, <laughs> let me, let me preface this. I'm talking about the choice to get it or not for your life mm-hmm. to be alive. Right. <laughs> and there are people that will argue, well, if I just throw some oil on myself and take my vitamin D, I will be alive too. That's fine. Then do you have the choice to do that? Nobody in the state of, of, of California is making it mandatory for you to get the vaccine. Yet. However, no. Yet. No, no, no. You can However, you, you cannot be vaccinated and stay home, but if you'd like to leave the country and come back in, exactly. if you'd like to board a cruise, if you'd that like to doesn't go to a concert, come with, if it you'd doesn't like come to go without to consequences. I mean, I'm not saying any of those things have have come it up. It does not come without consequences. Right. Your employers may ask you to do it. Yes. Your your, your schools may ask you to do it. Mm-hmm. You know, there's other people countries, that are, countries may ask you I to mean, do it. I mean, there are countries that were, require you to be vaccinated against like malaria or exactly. yellow fever or things like that if you're passing through or this going is nothing in. New. This isn't new. This is nothing new. When right. you go to Africa, right. we wanted to go to, where, um, where was it? We were going to Nigeria. We were going right. to, we were planning to go to Nigeria for right. church. church. Mm-hmm. Okay, we had to get all these vaccines. Nobody gave a crap then. Nobody's saying, oh, why are you making mandatory for me to get this vaccine? Why? Because that's what that country Required requires for, tra- for, entry. for travel, right. for entry into their into their country. Right. This is the same thing. It's just something on the list. So if the U.S. is requiring this for other folks to come to, to the U.S., you have to be vaccinated or whatever their circumstances are. Or another country like Nigeria says, hey, we want you to be vaccinated and have these shots Mm -hmm. before you can enter our country. Right. And we want record of it. Right. And we want you to show us that you have record of it. Right. How is that any different? No, it isn't. It isn't the same thing. And it's doing the country a favor to say, we don't need to worry about you becoming seriously ill or dying. Right, and I, I think what, what the jury's still out on, on on the spreading though. That's still the like. Well, yes, it hasn't been determined. What what has been determined is the fact that you can still obtain the virus. What the jury's out on is whether or not you can pass that virus on. Right. Right. To say like us, say we were vaccinated, we could obtain the virus. Fine. Does you know? Are we prevented from spreading it to our children? 
yeah. that is is unknown. And again, I want to just preface, we're talking about this one in particular. Right. Because I think they need to be handled differently, my opinion. Well, I think each, each, every vaccine, needs, each needs to be reviewed and you determine. There are some things that as you, as you begin to research and as you see why they want you to have it and what it protects against, you think... Well, I'm not in that situation. Why do I need that? I don't need that. Exactly. I don't need 13 different influenza strains injected into me at this time. I have access to medical care. I have access to clean water. I, ha- you know, you, you as you start going down the list, you're I'm like, I'm not a no, dirty ass. That's not necessary. <laughs> My ass isn't dirty. So that's why when it comes to the children, and then when you start looking into the CDC recommendations about what they do for kids, I mean, there's a laundry list of things that Aliyah doesn't need to be anywhere near. Right. So, you know, all of that, it's just, it's just a matter of research. It's just a matter of education. It's just a matter of, okay, if you were going to come in contact with one of these, you know, measles, chicken pox, mumps, those type of things, then at that point, it's like, all right, what do you want to do? You want the vaccine or you say, you know what? I'll write it out. I had chicken pox as a kid. That sucked. Yeah. You know, we lived. So that's, yeah, it's, that's it's, a, it's always to, a huge it, debate it, it and we're not going to, it, it really should be choice. You shouldn't be prevented from leaving your house or ever doing anything fun. If you choose to not receive the COVID vaccine. And I think there will be ways around that. I think you will need to provide either a negative test within X amount of days or an antigen test or your proof of vaccination. Yeah. Because you know, nobody wants to go on a cruise ship and then not be able to get off for a month because of an outbreak. Right. You know, that's not fair either. Yeah, so I mean, we're not going to solve anything uh, on debate on vaccines. It's a whole other issue. But we're just going talk, back to just going back to Disneyland, talk, talking to talk. Uh, we don't know what they're gonna. We don't know what they're gonna put in in, in place, and hopefully, we'll hear from them soon as far as um, entry into the park and and all kinds of good stuff. I but, mean, currently, I would imagine still now, you know, it's it's definitely temperature checks and masks. So. They're not going to temperature check. There's no way they, they would temperature, temperature check, check now just to get into downtown Disney. You think they're not going to temperature check and mask once they let you in? No. Oh, come it, on. No. When you're talking about a couple thousand people in 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 downtown Disney is way different than than what, Roman Main Street and Roman, all the lands. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> I mean, here's the other thing. I want to go it took, at 15% it took 2 hours to get into it took to 2 hours it. to get into downtown Disney. <laughs> I mean, we happen to go early, so we just walked right in. Right. But there's a line down yeah. the parking lot just to get into downtown Disney that you have to wait for. Right. Just to park. Then you get to get in another line to just wait to, to get, get in. in. Yeah. Yeah. But like I was saying, I'm like, I want to see it at 15% capacity to see what it looks like. Like, oh, what does it look like in here? Yeah. How fast can you get on the rides that are open? And what rides are open? What are fully outdoor rides? Dumbo? Yeah. What else? The carousel? <laughs> The I think yeah. I think these vaccinations the teacups, where you have everything yes. that makes me want to yak I'm <laughs> going on those. <laughs> I think these vaccinations, you know, you have points on both sides. That's why it's such a heavily debated um, topic. Is because both sides are really right. Yeah, I was gonna say I think they're really right. I think each one can make very valid points. The problem is you just get labeled as you just get labeled on they, whichever they, side they, you stand. They make very val- they make very valid points on both sides, and then you also they get some also, wackos that really tank whatever credibility you had going. <laughs> they also can't prove anything on both sides. That's the other hard part. That's the other. So That's anyway, the other. Um, Another thing that we did was uh, T-ball. We got Aliyah into T-ball. It was our first T-ball day. No vaccination required. So we said, hey, let's get this kid going. Yeah, let's get her Let's out get of her house. asthmatic. Get them lungs pumping. <laughs> uh, so she went out and played T-ball. She was nervous. Yeah, she said. She what? said she was nervous. Mm-hmm. But Aww. then by the end, um, she's like, dad. I think I'm a little nervous. And I said, oh, yeah, that's okay. You know, mm-hmm. you're, it's new people. You're meeting new, you know, something new, right? Mm-hmm. Is, uh, the, fear in the, the fear of the unknown. Right. And she did, she did awesome. She did awesome. So, you know, it was really cute. Um, we were all kind of waiting around, getting 
everyone starting to arrive. And there was another girl that was also her first day. Mm-hmm. She came, she sat on the bench and the mom was like, oh, hey, oh, is this your guys' first day? You know, this is my daughter. And, you know, she, they introduced the daughters and she said she was really nervous and, and she didn't want to go. And, and the girl said, it's okay. She's like, you can hold my hand. And I just sanitized it. So it's okay. Oh, I didn't hear that. Who was that? That was um the the moms that were next to me. Oh, okay. The one that was in the the darker colored okay, shirt. Yeah, 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 Her yeah. daughter was the one that that was the veteran. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. was welcoming. She had been there for like a year, right? Right. She yes. was welcoming the new girl. And she said, it's okay. You can hold my hand. And I just sanitized it. Oh, that's really cool. So I was like, oh my goodness, these poor kids. I know. You know, like that was, there that's was never. The, that, that's their norm is, yeah, is, is coronavirus sanitizer, and is sanitizer. sanitizer. But you know what? I mean, Aliyah had a blast. She was already asking when she was going to go back to the, did she say the kickball game or the soccer game? Soccer. I think she said soccer because they were playing t-ball, but they had them playing kickball or to, to get them to uh, teach them the theory of running around the bases and, you know, yeah. catch the ball, throw it to for all, all that fun stuff. So I thought that was really cute. Yeah. Um, they, they started with t-ball and then they said, oh, these kids don't know the game. Right. So they kind of took a step back, which was cool for the coach to recognize that. Right. Mm-hmm. And they say, okay, well, let's learn the rules really quick. So they played kickball. And then next week, they're yeah, going to start they, with the they, skill work. So yeah, that's they good. told them next week. So that was really cool. So Aliyah's on the purple team. Which she was not happy she about. She was pissed because it was purple <laughs> and pink. And when she put her on the purple team, I could already tell she, that she wanted to say, like, I want to go to the pink team. Yeah. And I wonder what the coach would have done if the coach would have been like, oh, okay, we'll put you over here. Or if it was like, I placed you in purple, so you're going to play purple. You know what I mean? Like, I wonder. I wasn't going to make his big thing. In fact, it was, a, it, was, it was really a teaching moment for us, really. Because, well, which is why I didn't say anything. Yeah. Well, uh, thank you for leaving that one for me. No, because I, wasn't I, heard, e- I wasn't expecting you to say anything. No, I'm talking about for your daughter. Your daughter was giving me hell about it. Oh, well, you're a parent too. <laughs> you so deal she with was something like, for once. Well, Dad, I want to <laughs> be on the pink team. I said, no, no, this is, you're going to be on a lot of different teams and they're going to have all kinds of colors. And there's going to be all kinds of, of girls in your team. Different colors, different, you know, I said, everybody's different and they're all going to be on your team at some point. So you need to play who, who on the team that your coach has, has put you on. Mm -hmm. She's like, but I would much rather be on the pink team. I said, you're going to be on a pink team. You're going to be on a, on a yellow team, on a red team, on a blue team, on a black team, on a, I was just naming all these colors. Right. 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 And I said, and that's the team that you're going to be on because it's just a team color. It's a team name. It says nothing about you, but it does tell you who you belong to as far as the team and the sport. But just because you're on a pink color doesn't, or a, a purple color doesn't mean you don't love pink. It's just, you know, it, it's just a team color. It's nothing more than a team color. Mm-hmm. So she kind of bought it for a little bit. And then she still was like, well. She I, cried about I, it for a little bit. I, I, I'm okay being on the purple team, but she still really wants to be on the pink team. Yeah. 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 But you know, once she gets used to it, she'll be fine. I think know? so. I think once she sees her shirt with her name and her number on it, then, um, I'm going to have to step up my game. Um, so you played softball. I did. When did you start playing? I started playing. I want to say I was about nine. Oh, okay. So you started a little later. I started then. on the late show. Yeah, I was like six. I was like her age. I remember wanting to play like around seven. And I think my dad took me and they were doing Little League at the park. Um, but I really didn't have the skill, I don't think, to play in the division for my age. I was good. And I think I don't know about you, but I was good. So I what, was a killer t-ball player. What helped me, so was my brother. <laughs> <laughs> what helped me get better and really excel was when I was about 12... My league was full and because I was playing at Eagle Rock Park and I think my mom was a total like team mom (laughs) and would get into fights with my coach who was a guy and I think she got asked to not come back to that park. Oh, she's one of those moms. Yeah, I think we got ejected from that park. Because your mom? Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. 
And I can see Sweda. that now. I can see that now that I'm a mom. Mima. Well, when she comes into town, we'll have her tell the story. But I'm pretty sure we were not so kindly asked to not return to that park league. So when I went to sign up at a different park league, I was the the age range. My age range was already full, but they said they would let me play the next level up. Yeah, which was girls that were about three years older than me. So after playing a year with them and then going back down to my age division, I was like unstoppable. I was like basically playing with high school kids yeah. when I was in junior high. So when you go back down to your age, I was like rock star. Yeah. Now I was always like um, a but little it, bit taller than the other kids. It was definitely kids, so school of hard me. knocks learning for sure. Those were some big girls. <laughs> Some uh, full lozenge, <laughs> full lozenge women. Uh, so, so it's exciting now that our daughter gets I to get play to, a team sport. Yeah, I get to I get to be there and watch her and help her. Uh, we're gonna do some stuff here at the house during the week, and then hopefully that translates to her practice time and her game time. Yeah, yeah, we'll see how it goes. So, come on, what else happened? What else happened? Well, we are contemplating a move. Now, I don't mean house move. What I mean is a move in our cable television provider. Service provider. So I used to, for those of you that do not know, I used to be the cable guy. Cable guy. I worked for the, the cable company for three years. Um, I was an installer and technician, so I would install it. And then when you needed help, things didn't work, then um, I'd go fix it. Um, so we were. I was with cable for a long time just because DirecTV was like our... Rawr, you Your know, rival. a rival like, oh, satellites coming in. They're they don't know what the hell they're doing, and they don't have to climb poles. And you know, it was like when we first, when satellite first came in, they were the pansy of of cable of cable television. Like, wow. like really, like that's wow. all you do is get up on the roof and put a stupid satellite together, and that's it. They didn't have to climb. They you didn't climbed. Ha- yeah, we had to climb. We had to go learn the school to climb. So, and people, you know, fell off the poles. We'd have to, there was no pegs on the thing. So we'd have to gaff. We had to use our strap or our chin or shin leg straps. Mm-hmm. The magic shoes, we called them. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Those are my magic shoes. Oh, God. And uh, we climb up the pole, you know? <laughs> You're ridiculous. <laughs> what? That's what we called them. So you worked that pole, huh? You worked that pole, baby. Nice. Your husband was a pole dancer. Nice. <laughs> And so when they didn't have to do that, we were, I guess we were just maybe jealous or whatever. Of course. Yes. That's pansies. what it's called. That's what it's called. It's called jealousy. Yeah. Just, just so you know. So they put the, the satellite together. They pointed in the direction and it worked. We're like, what kind of crap is that? That's yeah. weak sauce. Yeah. You know, you're not a real cable guy. <laughs> so, so anyway, so uh, you've had fast cable. forward. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Fast forward, you know, 20 years or whatever it's been. Um, We've since changed to, to to dish because to a to a satellite provider just because of the you know offering of the channel lineup and all that good stuff. Right, and now it's not even a satellite; it's like a router. Well, right? no, it's still you a satellite, but went from the. I mean, we don't have anything on our roof or yes, anything. Yes, we do. Out. Of course, it's a satellite. You just never seen it because <laughs> oh, I made sure the guy did it right. <laughs> you don't even know that there's a satellite on our roof right now. Doesn't even know. See, that's Didn't even because know. I was a good... I just, know, I just know of the box that we have in the living room. I thought that was our, our genie, our, our router. Oh, no. When I... When, oh, God. Oh, when, I, when the guy came to my house, I said, this is how you're going to do it. Oh, all right. And he oh, was like... He got that customer. He yeah, was he's like, like, well, I can't do it that way because of, you know, da-da-da. I said, no, 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 yes, you can. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he was like, oh, man. I go, don't worry. I used to be an installer. I know you can do it. Yeah. And so he was like, damn it. And then he... He hated you. Yeah, he hated me. <laughs> but he got it done the way I wanted it. Um, hence the reason why you don't know that there's a satellite on the <laughs> Apparently, roof. Apparently, tricks of the trade. Ding. Yay for you, Tuna. <laughs> so, um, you know, we've been looking at YouTube TV. And and not so much looking at it, but um, I'm gonna we're going to try it out. YouTube TV is just an app. And, you know, it's nothing new, but it... But it recently has become a little bit, it, it's getting more traction because of the added channels. Right. 
Um, they did raise their pricing um, very recently. But what they rose up to is still great in comparison to what the cable providers do to you after any promotions have expired. And we're not being sponsored by YouTube TV at all. But so this is our genuine sort of consideration. Uh, we're going to try it out and we're going to see, you know, hey, how's the picture quality? You know, Internet speed have to do with it. Watching and my shows. Watching our shows. Uh, we watched Coming to America. So we're going to, you know. I have a massive bone to pick with you about that. Okay. Um, we're after this segment. So, you know, it. hey, we're going to we're going to try out YouTube TV. They've got some basically all the channels that we watch. Maybe not so much yourself, but the ones that we watch around there. And we still have the option to add any movie channels that we want. Um, we have a Fire Stick, so that's how we're going to access YouTube TV. If you don't have a smart TV, we do have a smart TV in the front living room, so that mm-hmm. one is no big deal. And the girls have a the girls have a smart TV. We don't have a smart TV. I know. Anyway, there's a smaller though. That's why. So you know, we're going to try that out and see how it goes because I feel like it's. It's a little bit of money saved, and it would be around twenty dollars a month that we'd be saving. Mm-hmm. And he's like, "Oh, that's not a big deal." It's a big deal. It's a big deal because that's two hundred forty dollars, around two hundred forty dollars a, a year that you're going to be saving, a little more. Mm-hmm. But when you start to look at and other you things save the that you hassle can of having to call in when your promotion expires, or why did this go up on my account, or now all of a sudden I have Movie Pack. I didn't ask for Movie Pack. Oh, okay. Well, if you don't want it, we'll take it off. Yeah. Stuff so like that. We're going to try it for a few weeks and then we'll get back to you guys to see if we make to, to make the official switch or not. Mm-hmm. But um, the other thing is that when you start to snowball that into other expenses that you're cutting, like right now we're cutting a, a few other things right. that is small. So yeah. $10 here, $15 there, right? When you combine $20 plus another $10 plus another $15. Starts adding up. Hey, Hey, now you got, now you got some date money. Now you got some date money, right? Yep. So we're looking, we're looking to to just cut back as much as possible. Um, keep the expenses as low as we can. And we'll share that with you guys here coming up. Yeah. As we try it out. Okay. So here's my massive bone to pick with you. And I was so frustrated. We wanted to watch coming to America too. The new one. The new one. And we knew that it was on prime and I have a prime account. And I finally got you to just finally cancel yours because we watched something else on the TV. It was Wayne's World, wasn't it? No. Well, I mean, we paid for that just like as a rental. So that just charged our card. So that was fine. But there was something else that we, Borat. Borat. When we went to go watch Borat's that. Borat's subsequent movie film. I was like, oh, I have Prime. Just put it on there. We'll enter my info. Well, it had your old info saved and then it started charging us Prime. And then we were both paying for Prime that we didn't need. So as we went to go watch this movie, I said, it it was asking you to do something. Sign out and remove your account from this. And I'm like, do that. And you're like, no, it's going to screw up my Amazon account. And I said, no, it's not. It's just going to take it off of this app on the TV and we can put my info in. And you did not agree and you did not do it. And now it signed you up for Prime again. So again, I'm going to have to bug you for two and a half months to cancel the Prime account that you don't need. Now, what I need from you listeners is someone, (laughs) anyone, preferably someone who identifies as male, tell him to sign off. I only listen to those identifying as salmon. If you don't identify as a salmon, I I don't want to hear from you. I understand how this goes. Men need to talk to men in order for shit to get done. All right? You don't need a thousand women nagging at you like your wife does. It's not going to make you change anything. But I believe if you hear from another gentleman, you might take it into consideration. So, gentlemen, help me out. You don't. They, they don't need to do that. Someone. I think I was just tired. Guy, I think I was just tired and cranky, and I just wanted it to work. To tell him to sign off the stupid thing and cancel his Amazon account. We're talking about saving money now. We're gonna. Yeah, but now every now time I go to Amazon. Amazon and now every time it's going to say hi, hi Lila. Every single time, I don't want to. I don't want to see that. It's not. It's going to say it on the TV when you go on your own phone. You're still going to no, have I'm your own about, account on well, your phone. No, I'm talking about on the computer when I sign on to Amazon. It's going to say hi Lila. Fine, then I'll change my account so that it just says Godinez or something. <laughs> but whatever it is, you need to get on that TV and you need to take your shit off and you need to sign out 
so that we could put mine in so that we could have the one that we use and we have access for that's on fine. there. I don't care. That's okay. fine. Okay. I'm done with my wife complaint for the day. Yeah, well, I'm done with this episode. I think we should be. People are <laughs> that's like, gonna do it for I us. Never guys. want to hear about a kitchen. They don't even want to look at their own kitchen. They heard us talking about a kitchen so much. We'll catch you on the next one. Thanks for making us a part of your day. Bye.